Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome in, everybody. Ben and Woods, 97.3 The Fan. Great to uh, be here with you on this Tuesday morning. You might have just noticed a new introduction to the Tuesday show. That is a foreigner. <laughs> Jukebox hero. And it's 97.3 The Fan. I'm Woodsy. That's Banger. Paul Rindle, the executive producer of this program. And uh, to my left is uh, Benjamin Hickens, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor. Good morning, Benjamin. I got to pick music open for the first time in the history of the show. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. have picked a song to open the Ben and Woods program. Well, listen, we uh, we were about to go on the air yesterday. We've got about five different intros. We had four different intros for five days. And Ben <laughs> said, well, let's just, we should have a Tuesday on its own. I go, you know what? You're right. And I was uh, heading home yesterday and it popped into my head. Why don't you let that guy pick one, you control freak <laughs> alpha male? Let I, him pick one. And I, so I texted him. I said, you pick. And this is, this is it. This is what it's going to be. When the show first started, I made the wise decision to just cede musical control to Woods, which was smart. Woods is our musical expert. He has made phenomenal choices, starting with the Rolling Stones, which was our open for many years. And then we started adding... Mixing it up, our Wednesday open, our Friday open, and now we've got Rolling Stones as our throwback Thursday. Yep. And I realized, well, if we're going to have four different opens... Might as well have five. I've always kind of thought it would be cool to have a show that each day of the week has a signature open. I like so it. people, tier ones who listen every single day, 6 a.m., 8 a.m., open, reopen, 
that they kind of progress along the week, and they just know from like waking up, all right, it's Monday, let's get the week started. It's Tuesday, all right, we're moving forward, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you know just exactly what day it is, because honestly, I can't keep track of days of the week anymore, yep. so this is a little audio clue as to how far in the week you've progressed uh, now. That's exactly right, so I, I, I seeded, uh, seeded a little bit of power uh, <laughs> yesterday. It's not an easy thing for me to do, uh, but I did it, and it sounds great, and I did think about it, and I said, I wonder which Foreigner song he's going to pick. I, myself, I probably would have gone with Urgent. Uh, but Jukebox Hero kicks ass. I mean, it absolutely kicks ass. It's it's very, very old, but it's very, very good. It's very good. I like the way it builds, starts oh, yeah. slowly, and then explodes into the show. I always feel like if you're going to start in the morning, a morning show, you want to right, explode right Just into <laughs> it. That's exactly that right. That song does it for me. I'm now fired up this morning. Hey, hey, Tuesday's going to be his best show of the week. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be so good every single week. Should well, let him pick Friday. No kidding. No kidding. When, he, when we usually lose him uh, on Fridays. But, uh, no, it's great to be here with you guys uh, this morning. And, God, you know, if I said, hey, man, we've got a lot to get to today, that would be a bald-faced or bold-faced lie. One of the two, maybe both. We, there's jackass to talk about. Nothing. I mean, there's the there's the football matchups that are coming up. There was the football game last night, um, which was a pretty good game. I mean, the final score does not really indicate what kind of game it actually was. Uh, we will certainly, certainly get into uh, that game last night, what the future holds for all parties, uh, indeed. And, um, you know, the, the baseball news that's out there right now is it's just pretty sparse. Uh, very, very sparse, actually, uh, t- to be honest with you. There was a rumor going around on on Twitter last night about one Fernando Tatis Jr. We will debunk that uh, today as well. So we, we have somewhat busy slate. Somewhat. Yes, we will have uh, Amy Trask joining us. Which is well, fantastic. Which is great. But uh, I... You know, I'd like to share a little bit about what I did yesterday, although I don't know if we're totally officially there yet. I spent I spent quite a bit of time working on my schedule so we could plan a trip to spring training. I don't think we're quite at the point where we can officially announce our plans, but as usual, you can expect us to be out there. You don't want to make sure everything's like booked and official before we totally announce everything. We're getting very close (laughs) to like officially getting our our trip set for spring training 2024 in Peoria, Arizona. Yeah. I, yeah, the dates. I don't think anybody cares really about the dates, but we will be out there. We're gonna. We're, people care about the dates. I mean, they want to know when we're going to be out. Not there. right now. I don't, I don't think don't they care. care right now. You know, we'll let them know. And I mean, it's a couple months away. It's Some, not a couple sometime months between mid February next month. In March next month, mid February. That's you fine. Doing drugs six, no, this is a Vix Vapo inhaler. <laughs> trying to clear the pipes here. Um, Hannah cares about the dates. My wife, she needs to know the dates. ASA. My other job cares about the yeah. dates. Yeah, family cares about the dates. I, I thought the tier ones might want to circle it on their calendar just to make sure they knew when we'd be out there. Well, we'll be out there. We've asked, you know, what's the best week for them. Um, we like to accommodate when we can, and and also it's very selfish. We want to make sure we get the max. What we don't want to happen is, hey guys, sorry, we couldn't get you anyone today. The guys are. Uh, they're doing their EA Sports, uh, you know, video stuff, they're and you're, they got headshots to take. Yeah. they're getting fitted for Rawlings right yeah, after that. Exactly, and, and the three of us sitting outside at a table, it's 25 <laughs> degrees, and we're like, can we not get Robbie Snelling or anybody out here? Is there not one GD prospect we can talk to? Not one. Don't get over here. Is Brett Sullivan anywhere in the building? <laughs> like, 
We don't. That's a, we don't want to do that. Yeah, we're gonna Again. suffer. It's really cold in the mornings in Peoria in February. You, so if, if we're gonna suffer out there, it's for you. Bring it, so we can bring you some pot race. That's exactly right, man. That's exactly right. So we want to make sure we maximize our time. So we did put in a request, but uh, I. I don't. I didn't even know how to feel about the text that Ben sent yesterday. Paul, you were sleeping. Polly went home and hit a hard nap because Polly wasn't feeling well yesterday. Did you see the text that he sent of now what I, he's doing? Now I got to go back and look. That's what you were going to talk about, right? What am I going to like your MC thing? The, when, about the spirit oh, of the barrio yeah. one? Yes. Yeah, I was invited I to MC the yeah. annual. Right, so well, stop, it's not stop. annual. Say it again. So I've done this before. They have uh, usually a few months out of the year. They do a like a, a spirit of the barrio luncheon where they have special guests and an MC. It's down just east of Petco Park in the in the barrio, and you know community leaders and there's usually some politicians and civic people and they come and they do a lunch and there's speakers and it's a moderator and there's a bit of a, a Q and A session and I was invited to be the. The speaker, the MC for the March 1st edition of the Spirit of the Barrio. Say what it's called again? Spirit of the Barrio. And who's the MC? I am the MC this coming first one of the year. Your name is? Benjamin Higgins. And you're the MC of what again? Spirit of the Barrio. The Spirit of the what? Barrio. And you're the MC. Or I guess it would be Barrio. <laughs> That doesn't strike anybody as amusing <laughs> slash ironic at all. I Do you mean, know what the spirit of the barrio is? I've done it before. I, they have tamales. It's a delicious <laughs> lunch. Rice and beans and tamales and guest speakers. And you are the I, MC yes. of the spirit I will of have the barrio. you know that, that the, my, the, my great-grandparents' family came here from Mexico to be farmers okay, well, in Yuma, fine. Arizona. That's fair enough, then. I, I didn't know that. I in my blood now I feel like somewhere. an a-hole. I know I'm the most, like, you know, suburban North County kid you'll probably ever meet. Not probably. And I may have lost touch with some of my spirit of the barrio roots at some point in my history. How? But they do exist somewhere in there. When you used to go watch the horses, what vehicle did you take? <laughs> The to Rolls. Del Mar. The Rolls Royce. And what are you hosting again? Are you saying that people in the barrio can't go in a Rolls Royce? What are you, host- what are you hosting? What are you hosting again? The spirit of the bar- barrio. 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 I'm getting better. It's unbelievable. I've been working on it. So now our spring training... Oh man! Uh, trip. See, Higgins is not a known Mexican name. Yes, it was my mother's side of the family, not where the name comes from. Right, right on your on your mother's side. Yeah, right. I, I and he sent that to me. I, I wrote back. I go, that's like unironically the funniest thing I think I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. I'm like, are you sure they have the right person to do this? <laughs> it's like me leading a. All right, guys. Thanks everybody for coming today. I want to talk about health and fitness. Okay, <laughs> take it from me. Being healthy, being fit, taking care of yourself, that's something that I clearly very much believe in. Well, it's um, it's going to, I believe, be a Padre sports-related luncheon oh, topic. Well, and if they're sense. going with a local sportscaster, I mean, what? Scraby, Ello, Paul Rudy, 
Troy Hirsch. I, I mean, there's not a lot of great, necessarily, barrio candidates in our ranks. I guess you're In the radio best. and television in San Diego. Carlos says they're going to think it's David Alvarez up there. <laughs> uh, that is, that, he will usually be there. It that's why that I, got, that's where I got my picture with David Alvarez side by side. Tall Ben, small so, Ben. Exactly. It's so good. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Carl DeMaio is here to do the... Uh, I can't look like both Carl DeMaio and David Alvarez at the same I, I time. I don't know. I think you can. I think you can. That is absolutely incredible. So, Paulie, uh, our spring training plans are on hold as he finds right. out all the details for his Spirit of the Barrio Luncheon, which is just, <laughs> it still just delights me to no end. Yo, yo soy el, el uh, mayonesa. Yo soy el, el hombre de mayonesa. I am the mayonnaise man. That is, that is just fantastic. <laughs> it's just absolutely incredible. And that is on a, a what day? It's a Friday. So we need to be back before yeah, then. Yeah, we need to be okay. back in time for uh, Spirit of the Barrio. <coughs> that is, uh, it's one of my favorite texts I've ever gotten from him. <laughs> I just, I had to stop, I had to read it, and then I had to reread it again. And I said, huh, okay, big, sounds good. Big victory for the, uh, I, did you see that in 2024, Cruising is now legal throughout the entire state of California. Cruising, like just low rider, like driving, oh. driving slow in your low rider. You it's can do like that. A, now. You can do that now. Okay. It was a, it was against the law in some cities, and they fought against that law. Just part of like cultural heritage sure. that uh, you know people like doing that, and they were able to change the law in 2024. Big win, huge win for yeah. for, for you and all the people that like to cruise. Yeah. <laughs> I want to wish I could be there and watch it, but I'm you not, could. I could, but I'm not. I wasn't invited. Spirit of the Barrio. Ben, will you invite Woods? You can absolutely come if you'd like. You're not usually someone who loves doing things Friday right after our shows. No, I'm really not. If you want to show up and take some video, I would love to have you there. I will get you a special invitation. I think I'm good on it after a long week at spring training. Probably just want to. May not even come to work that day. You never know. On that Friday, we can just take that day off and and uh, call it a day. But well, oh, I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm looking forward to uh, to to hearing all the stories. So you've done this before. I have a couple times. Nobody laughed at you or threw things at you. No, or? they oh, don't okay. make you. You don't have to speak Spanish right. while you're there. I mean, there's people of all cultures. Clearly, it's, it's a cross cultural event. No, I get there it. Are people of all heritages. It just at when the I luncheon. picture the spirit of the barrio, your face isn't one that I picture. That's all I'm trying to say in the whole thing. I had I had lunch at a taco truck yesterday. I, I get it. I like Mexican food. I know you do. Man, that is fantastic, dude. Just fantastic. All right, so uh, we'll get you those dates when we have it all all locked up. Uh, but it will obviously revolve around Ben's spirit of I Mario actually, appearance. when I first started, I, I kind of told you this story, but I met with um, a famous like media agent that my grandfather knew before I kind of got into the business, but I was interested in getting into sports media. And he did say, if you want to embrace your kind of slight ethnic heritage, you could go with a pseudonym, like a more ethnic last name. And really? I decided not to. It felt, felt a little cultural appropriation. Yeah, you know, I'd that say that probably, probably would be. wouldn't be fair, but I, I could have tried to grab onto some sort of, you know, name from my mother's ancestors' heritage side. And What was the, the name? Do you, you remember? Know, I, I mean, it's so many generations back, I'm not even sure what the last name was, because it's mother's, 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 mother's side of the family so it's uh you know like her name and her grandmother's name is not the same but uh 
Yeah, uh, Rafa in the chat said, I was, I was about to say, Ben could actually pass his Raza. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah, I believe Not it. when you hear me talk. That's true. <laughs> Good evening, everybody. Uh, the Spirit of the Barrio uh, luncheon, it will be hosted by Ben Higgins. Again, that is something else. You are you just else. ensured uh, probably their best attendance ever. Guaranteed. Uh, <laughs> guaranteed, man. All right. Well, that is uh, that was really special. That was really special. All right. We'll get into uh, the football game. Benny, you'll set the menu. Give us the specials next here on uh, 97.3 The Fan. Let's check traffic here with Kelly. Uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Paul, he's already on. He's already on the internet over there looking for an Airbnb for our spring training trip. Which you guys have to understand. I mean, we told you the news yesterday about the company, right? And the company is going to be in good, much better financial, a much better financial state now. I think than they they were two weeks ago. Even um, that being said. I think every company is trying to scale back on costs and and cut costs where they can. There's one thing. Paulie found a really nice, reasonable Airbnb for four nights. Uh, it would be Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night. Yeah, four nights. Yep. Um, very reasonable. But it does have a video game in it, like a stand-up video like an game. Arcade an style. arcade style. That's going to be the thing that Adam sees that puts him over the edge, where he's going to see it and go. If my dad would do the same thing where he'd go, do you really need a video game in there? It's like, I didn't, I didn't, it wasn't even in, I didn't filter it to say must include video <laughs> game. <laughs> I need stand-up arcade game. No, that's not what it's filtered uh, to say. It just happens to be there. I think um, it's a quality home. Quality home. Yeah, very nice. And, you know, we, we're talking about saving money. If you if we each got our own hotel room, well, it would be, be so much more expensive. They charge through the through, roof. Through the roof during spring training. That's the only time... 
believe me, no one is making Peoria, Arizona a tourist destination from <laughs> April through, you know, January because it's it's a horrible place to be. The only time they can ever charge their top rates is during spring training when people are out there to see the Padres, Mariners. It's pretty close to, you know, the Rangers and yeah. uh, Dodgers and all those other facilities that are in the Western Valley of Phoenix. So they charge the absolute highest rate. So I feel like we're doing the company a service by sharing an Airbnb. Did you really need a video game? That's what I'm going to hear over and over and over and no, over. No, we just want one. It just... <laughs> If he checks your filters, it says, must include arcade game. Holy cow. All I mean, right, last buddy, what's year, on? we got a place with a hot tub and a pool, and we didn't even pay the extra money to heat up the pool or the hot tub. You're welcome, Adam. Yeah, I stapled my head to the carpet. <laughs> so I'm learning a little bit more about my family history here. Are you? Because yeah, I, my... I just said on the air live, I stapled my head to the carpet, and you didn't hear me because you're staring <laughs> at your phone. I thought you'd be curious about this <laughs> after we discussed yeah, it. Yeah, that's nice, Woods, anyways. <laughs> Yes. All right, uh, shoot. So uh, let's see. My great-great-grandparents actually fled from Pancho Villa and crossed over into Arizona via horseback when she was very young. And uh, my great-great-grandmother's on the Mexican side of my family. Their last name was Franco. 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 So, you know, through the... The vagaries of history, if you carried down your mother's name all the way instead of the father's yeah. side name, I would be a Franco. Ben Franco. Yeah. That's a pretty badass uh, stage name. Not bad. Ben Franco. Ben Franco. Should be a radio Ryan. name. That should be your radio name. Ben Franco. It's, it's, it's Franco and Woods? Ben, it'd still be Ben and Woods. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I got to tell you, I, I like Franco a little bit better than Higgins, if I'm being completely honest. Can I put you in my photos, Ben Franco? Sure, why not? You should tell. Am I related to Julio, I wonder. You, you should tell people. Wander. That Hopefully not. That, <laughs> <laughs> You should tell people that that's <laughs> your name, Ben Franco. Maybe this isn't a good time for I, it right Yeah, now. that's true. I like that. I like that a lot. I'm putting your name as Ben Franco on my phone. How's your staple wound in your head? It's fine. I just want to check on you. Make sure you're just okay. want to make sure you're in. You're all hey, the way in there. as we are live on the radio. I know. I'm trying to add to content over here. <laughs> Doing my best. All right, great. so uh, you kind of set the stage a little bit, but let's... Uh, Let's hand out the menus for the Tuesday program here. Obviously, uh, we'll jump into last night's national championship game. We'll do that next. Michigan yeah. over Washington last night. Not not a giant surprise. I know you guys were kind of hoping, crossing your fingers for the Washington Huskies. And let's let's be honest, they made it. They made it more of a game than some of us thought it would be after the first quarter. Did they make it more of a game, or did Michigan help Maybe them we can, make it more of a game? And nobody wanted to win that game. For we can a while. Uh, we can certainly break it down and talk about what happened last night in Houston. Uh, San Diego State back in the rankings. I will not have a major irate rant this Tuesday like I did last week because honestly I'm okay with where they were put at number 19 we'll discuss uh, their game tonight college basketball we'll play take on woods coming up in our seven o'clock hour don't do this it's 735 the princess of darkness we don't have a lot of football guests on this show as you know when we do we like to make them count and the playoff uh, you know matchups are announced Amy Trask is one of our absolute favorite people she is for people who know she's just the best. In football circles, she's smart, she's funny, she's a significant figure in the NFL. Massively accomplished. You know, it's funny. I was thinking about this last night when I tweeted out, always a great day to talk to the Princess of Darkness. She is one of, I'd say, I can count on one hand, people that when she talks about 
back in my day, <laughs> I do, it doesn't bother me. She, when she tells stories of her days with the Raiders and working with Al Davis, I'm all ears, man. Most of the time when I hear, well, the way that we used to do it is blah, 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 it just... In one ear and, and out she, the other. She has a way of reflecting and, and talking about the past, her past experiences, without making it all about her. Without making it about her and 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 about not and and also while also appreciating the way that the new game is handled. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, there's so many people I've talked to that are like, "Well, back in my day, I, when I think, she does it, I don't care." I think what I really love about Amy is that you know that to be a woman. In the Dude. NFL, especially back then, working back then. with Al Davis and the Raiders, how tough she had to be every single day to prove herself that she belonged there. And yet, she's also sweet and nice and, and kind, caring and kind at the same as time. kind as you can be. I love that combination of tough yet kind. You're kind of tough yet kind. I can be, once. but yeah. But I, that's one of the things I absolutely love about her. She knows her stuff in the NFL. She's not afraid to admit when she's wrong about things. Just love, I love the entire package that is Amy Trash. She'll be with us at 7.35 this morning, uh, second half of the show, regular segments like our uh, Randall Report and much more. So uh, we, we have a lot to get to. I mean, it's not nothing on a Tuesday, yeah. but uh, we're still waiting on the baseball news. I know you're going to debunk a Fernando Tatis Jr. report. Good reporting out there. Wood's doing his homework uh, before the show. And I do have one bit of Shohei Otani news. That I saw yesterday that uh, that we can get to as well in some baseball talk. Need you to explain this one to me yeah. like I'm five. It's fine. I don't know that I can on this one, but <laughs> it's so I thought confusing. I thought it was somewhat interesting that uh, at least someone is trying to call out the Dodgers on their financial shenanigans, and it's not Major League Baseball, yeah. and it's not any of the other teams, but someone is calling the Dodgers out on their financial shenanigans. Someone's hot about it. Yeah, and we will talk about all of that coming up. But let's uh, let's get right into the college football championship game last night. We'll do that when we come back next with Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Well, I suppose congratulations are in order. I was wondering if you'd even offer them. Oh, you know me, man. I'm all class all the time. Congratulations are in order to 
the Michigan Wolverines, your 2023-24 national champions. They earned it. They absolutely earned it. All that and, adversity that they had to overcome. Yeah. yeah. I, I um, often will talk about all the adversity in my life that I've overcome all by my own hand. Every single bit of adversity in my life was caused by, guess who? Me. But I did overcome, uh, Paulie and Ben. But no, listen, I uh, I do have to tip my hat to them. That was a massive game, and uh, they had a big, big season. I, I had had made fun of their schedule a lot this, this season because they really had not played anybody until... You know, it, it came time to play two really, 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 really good football teams, and they handled their business. Congratulations. Three um, if you count Ohio State. Yeah, yeah three. Yeah, yeah, you know, true. They, they, and they beat all of them. Yeah, they I, did. I had my doubts about Michigan as well. I still hate you so much, but <laughs> congratulations to you. I know there are people out there that will still have their doubts because of the cheating scandal, but I do think that Michigan answered all of those questions, and we'll get to that right after a check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. You know, it's funny because football games all the time have an ebb and a flow, and one team you know jumps out to a lead, and another team comes back. And yet we always overreact to who scores first, who gets the first touchdown, and goes, "Oh, this game is over." They went right down and scored. So, you know, we had that in yesterday's game. But the way Michigan played in the first quarter, it, it, the way they scored with their running game, with their offensive line. It did feel like the game was going to get out of hand. It really did. That that Washington was not going to be able to compete with Michigan in that game yesterday. And I quite quite honestly, I ended up being very surprised that it was still a, a one score, seven point game in the fourth quarter. If you had told me in the first quarter, still gonna be a one score game in the fourth quarter, I go, No, no way. I agree. No way. I mean, but then again, I started thinking about it and I thought to myself. They broke two big runs. That's all they've really done. They broke well, two big runs. And that first one felt so fluky where you yes. just kind of ran into the line ran and into the line. squeaked out and was able to go the distance. The second one was where I was like, oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> but yeah. they had also been hand. moving it a forward yeah. you know, on the ground. And to me, that's always the sign of a team that's going to dominate. If you can move the ball on the ground, you can pretty much do anything. Well, because you know you're going to soften the defense yeah, and it, the play action will murder yeah, they, you. Then they got to sell out to stop the run, which opens you up to the big play pass. It's such a great formula for victory. Early rushing success. No doubt. And then somehow Washington stabilized, maybe with a little help from Michigan at the same time. The the hubris of the going for it there could have completely... The fourth down fourth in the down, second, quarter, second quarter, up 17-3 to three at that point. Yep, yep. The, the going... Now, I understand the desire to try to put it away at that point, but... You didn't get it. A great defensive play um, by their cornerback, and and now it's it's Washington's ball. They go down and score. So now it just the the whole thing flipped. And I think you know, for me, I was on the air yesterday talking about how Michael Penix dissected the Texas secondary. He dissected them. There was nothing those guys could have done. They were in right position. Their head was turned. They were in the right place. He was so accurate. Now we've seen quarterbacks come out. Jumpy. We've seen quarterbacks come out fired up, airmailing balls because well, the adrenaline, the the moment is huge. They usually settle down. He never did. He really never settled down. He was wildly inaccurate. He missed. He was pressured a ton. He was, but he only got sacked one time. Yeah. He got he got was on his ass a lot of the night. That being said, he missed so many open throws. The one 
The fourth down was, oh, was wide open. Um, to I mean, he had another 20 or 30 yards Easily, ahead of him. if not a score. Yeah. you know, And that's just but not a throw he I, misses. I, I thought he might settle down after the big fourth down touchdown completion <laughs> late in the second quarter. Like They needed to have that. If they had gone for it again and failed there... You could see all the air coming out of the balloon, and it, it felt like momentum might be turning there, but he never really got it going in the second half either. No. And credit to Michigan's defense, sure. which which I thought would be the difference in the game. Michigan's defense was simply at a different level than I think what Washington had faced all year. And, I, yes, and yes, they were yes, never yes. able to get any sense of rhythm, it felt like, on the Washington offense. The, the only reason they couldn't get a rhythm is because he threw to the wrong receivers, and when he did throw to the, the right receivers, it was left, it was right, it was down, it was up. He, and it's, you don't want to put it all on Michael Penix, but bro, if he completes, I'm thinking at, at least five throws off the top of my head would have completely changed that game last night. There was a, a comeback that he skipped. That he just doesn't miss. He was uh, honestly, I know nothing about playing quarterback. I've seen Michael Penix play enough to know that he was not driving the football. He was kind of like back foot, kind of slinging it a little bit, which he's known to do from time to time. But there were throws they needed him to make last night that he should have made. There were reads that tight end seam up the middle. He's like, "What? Where are you?" He checks down. These were like basic plays. It it just it was a little bit too and, big. And how much is that Michael Penix? And how much is that is Michigan? You know, doing things to make life difficult. I, I do think that had Michael Penix had his best game, played like at his best level, I like think they win. Washington like the Texas could game. have won that game. I think so too. They could have won that game. And I'm not placing all of this on Penix, obviously. He didn't get enough help from his offensive line, didn't get enough help from some of his receivers his, at times. He's running back, high ankle sprain, first play of the game. I mean, But you it, know. Was, it was at least there. They, they definitely weren't the better team, but the victory was possible with a great performance. They didn't have a great performance. I don't know if it was worst <laughs> game ever, but it certainly was not at it the level that he had been playing at the last few weeks. If you fell asleep at 4 o'clock yesterday and missed the entire game... It sure felt a lot closer than 34-13. It did. It did. You got the, the late interception, the late scores. Um, I, You know, listen, and if you're a Michigan fan, don't take this the wrong way, but you know you got away with about 13 holds downfield. You know, you do. I mean, it happens. You can't. But again, I was going to tweet last night, but I didn't feel like arguing. Michael Penix absolutely missed so many throws that changed the complexion of that game. But holy smokes, man. Like, you got to be thanking your lucky stars because it, they really let the Michigan DBs play, but they called really ticky tack holds on a, at least two occasions on Washington. He finally that, that one that erased the big thirty-two yard completion. That was t- that was a game-changing call. He finally pops holding? one. Probably. I mean, he he grabbed him with his arm and slowed him down. But they had they been calling that both ways. They're definitely. Is the question of whether the referees were consistent in the game? I mean, game. even the 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 late fourth down attempt. You know, the the receiver gets mauled by Michigan's DB, and they're like, "We have offsetting penalties, holding." <laughs> and again, guy throws his arm out, and you know, didn't I didn't see any grab on? But there were there were um, Washington receivers running down the field, Michigan guys with hands handfuls of jersey, handfuls, and they weren't called. Again, it's you guys played a great game. I'm not taking away from it. Penix missed so many opportunities to win that game for his team last night. But holy cow, you guys got away with murder 
Murder penalty-wise. Blake, Murder. Blake Corum was named the offensive player of the game. One little nitpick I'd have, and, and he did have more yards and more carries in the end. He kind of carried the load in the second half, scored both, both of his touchdowns in the fourth quarter. He and Donovan Edwards combined for 238 rushing yards and four touchdowns. To me, though, it was the two runs by Donovan Edwards no that changed the game. No question. 100%. Maybe he didn't he didn't carry the heavy load the whole game. But yeah. if you if you want to tell me who was the offensive player of the game, who made the biggest difference for the Michigan Wolverines, it was it was easily Donovan Edwards. Was Blake Corum's the better running back? Oh, yeah. He's the better player. I get that, and you know they tend to reward the guys who who get more carries, who get more yards. They both had two touchdowns. But Michigan, without those plays, and and it's that's individual skill as well. That patience, bouncing off the tacklers, you know, finding those holes and scoring those two forty-plus yard touchdowns. Come on, there were not two bigger plays in the game than those two runs. And while he did less, I would say he was my offensive MVP. If you had to pick someone uh, for Michigan in that game last night, yeah, I mean, and and Penix got he got banged up. He was beaten up that entire game. But um, and there were drops, you know. He had a couple of drops too. Uh, easy conversion was dropped uh, from them. But I'm telling you, man, you missed that. You missed that one wide open throw on fourth down. That that he has nothing but space in front. You missed that throw early, bro. Like even the best quarterbacks are like, if I miss that one, it's like missing a two footer. You know, missing a two foot putt. How you feeling when you line up over the next two foot putt? Not great. Not great at all. So he missed that one early, and I thought, oh man, this could be brutal. You know, the one big pop that he got gets called back on a on a pretty ticky tack call. Um, especially you saw so much going the other way. I don't know, man, but it was a good game. Like it was a really good was game. It was entertaining. For most of the time. Like, um, I'm, I'm watching the game, and look, I had money on Washington as well. I don't even like Washington. I didn't, wait, wait, I, wait. I told you, Michigan. And the under yesterday. And they I did said, I think it was like 27-13. Michigan had one more <laughs> touchdown than I expected. But Michigan and the under. Why didn't you go with my pick, Paulie? Oh, I tried to fade bad. Yeah, it didn't did work not this work. time. Well, I, I live bet halfway through, so I was fine. <laughs> I ended up losing about $50, which could have been way, way, uh, way worse. But really, night. up until, I don't know, halfway through the fourth quarter, I was feeling okay still. Yeah. With the five and a half points, I'm thinking yeah. in the first half, I'm like, all right, Washington gets the ball. They scored. They get the ball at the second and half. And then the turnover. Dude, that, that, interception that interception on the first pass of the killer. second half, that's where I'm like, all right, this, that's is, it. this ain't happening. That was so huge, <laughs> man. You just snatched momentum. We yep. talked about uh, J.J. McCarthy yesterday, and I still don't know what to think about J.J. McCarthy, even though he is now a national championship winning quarterback. 140 yards passing, no touchdowns, no interceptions. He was definitely out there for the game. I think the most memorable pass he threw was the uh the fourth quarter over the middle at that the was tight a end. Dime. That was a nice pass. It wasn't a long one. No. The, the his tw- biggest play though was with his legs. Most yeah. most of it came after the catch. Yeah, had some had some big runs with his his legs, important ones at least. But I still don't know. Is he is he a dynamic good quarterback? Is he a game manager? So, is I, he is he someone that goes to the next level? Is he some people say no, they're talking he wouldn't about be starting on a, pick. He, some people say he wouldn't even start on a high school team. There is so much varying opinion <laughs> about JJ McCarthy. The only thing I can tell you, he's definitely the most mentally healthy quarterback in America. The guy has more mental health routines than anyone I have ever seen between his his meditation and the um, you know the mental coach that he has yeah. on the sidelines and everything he does to get in the right headspace for the game. He is a walking advertisement for like good mental health 
and you know being in the right headspace for games. He, he makes good decisions out there. He's not not going to lose the game for you. And if that's what you're looking for, the JJ McCarthy certainly is your guy because he didn't lose any games for Michigan this year. No, none. He's lost one game <laughs> in his entire career. Yeah. I think you know. Listen, we we guys, we've seen that quarterback a hundred, maybe even a thousand times in college football. We've seen him. I don't know. Like, it's, all right, it's let me ask you a question. Not, he's not quite as good of a runner, but uh, he reminds me a little bit of Alex Smith, who was yeah. in, voted into the College Football Hall of Fame yesterday. When you think of Alex Smith, you don't necessarily think of the most dynamic quarterback, he pretty, but he lost one, game as, lost one as, game as quarterback at Utah. Wasn't he a pretty prodigious passer, though? Like, didn't he, he sling did. for yeah, a Yeah, he threw for over 5,000 yards. Yeah. He did. But, I mean, I think if you add up everything McCarthy has done, it's not going to look bad. True. Uh, I think he had 22 touchdowns, four interceptions over the course of the season. Very solid. And, you know, Smith went on and had a pretty, pretty good career in the NFL. Not Hall of Fame, but... A really good long NFL career. I don't know. Is that in the future of JJ McCarthy or not? I, I'm very curious to see where he goes. What NFL teams think about his prospects on the next level? Yeah, I mean, I saw tweets yesterday saying, you know, he's going to be one of the top four quarterbacks picked, and I'm like, that's that's something. Okay, sure. <laughs> if you see something in him that you think you can mold him into a really really good. You hate the phrase game manager, but if he's one of those guys, it's not going to make mistakes, doesn't turn the ball over, you know, can complete. If he's in the right system, right, the guy that doesn't really have to sling it down the field a lot, sure, fine. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've seen we've seen worse guys get drafted higher than that. Well, so. I mean, you know, and, and Jim Harbaugh made the comparison to the other Michigan quarterback, Tom Brady, who wasn't a superstar in college either, was a sixth-round draft pick, but... It was a guy who wasn't going to lose games and then elevated his game, obviously, once he got to the next level, got got in better shape, you know, better fitness, more dynamic. The arm kept getting better and turned into, obviously, what he eventually became. But he was never the most gifted player on the field. It's interesting, though, because I, I saw a lot of people talking about Michael Penix's draft stock plummeting last night. Um, and you'd hate to, to think that one game, you know, makes a career or a draft the draft number, but I don't know, man. Like if I, all right, if if I'm the GM and I've got a pick and they're both on the board, I'm probably taking Penix over McCarthy. Yeah, I probably am taking Penix uh, all day long. And I'm, ceiling I'm, is much higher. I think so too. I think so too. Floor is lower. Sure. Ceiling is higher. Yeah, I, I think McCarthy's floor definitely he's solid. You yeah. know, if if you have a good, if you have like all the other pieces in place, yeah. I can see be him be like a Brock fit. Purdy come right in. Yeah. And you can play him and feel pretty good that other guys can make plays. Good running game, you'd be fine. If you need a quarterback to be like Patrick Mahomes and dynamic, and turn into the guy who's going to carry your team for a few seasons, Penix has got to be the choice on I, the next level. I give so much credit, though, to Michigan's defense. You're right. I mean, they. Do you see that center? Or I think it was a guard, but he got just absolutely pancaked by the, the defensive line uh, of Michigan. Just flat on his back. Just ran right over like it would be me in there blocking. Um, they played hungry. They played. They almost played scared to lose. You know what I mean? Like they did not want to lose that game last night. So I do give a lot of credit to them. I hate you because I respect you. You're a phenomenal, phenomenal football team. The narrative did get a little tired this year, certainly, but um, narratives always do. They always get tired. Michigan finishes 15 and oh, it's their first national title this century. First since 1997, which wasn't even a unanimous national title. And we were talking before the show with Paulie and goes, that was insane that we had a, a college football system 
that the champion wasn't declared until a, a poll came out what, the <laughs> next day. And sometimes the poll didn't even agree. The AP had their national champion. The coaches poll had their national champion. And in 1997, Michigan finished first in the AP poll, but Nebraska <laughs> finished first in the coaches poll. So a split national like, championship split How for the both hell of those teams. How did we teams. go on with that system for so long? It's a great question. Because we've yeah. only had the, the college football playoffs only been around, what, 10 years, 11 years? So before that was the BCS. Right. And so we thought that was 1999 that I think the BCS started. So we've had like 25 championship games that actually crowned a national champion before that though it came down to the polls and you know if the if like the i Rose... saw something in the pregame it said washington seeking their first national yeah. championship t- since 1991 and it was a shared championship yeah. and the... i just go what what were we doing back then well, the problem with the old system was let's say the best team in america was from the big 10 and they were undefeated or one loss and they were one or two in the polls they had to play the Pac-12 champion in the Rose Bowl. That was where they were going. Yeah. And the Pac-12 champion may have been ranked 12th. Yeah. So if the number two team was playing the number three team in, say, the Orange Bowl, and they had a big win, your you win. could win and you could still like fall in that last game because <laughs> yeah. you had a weaker opponent in your last game of the season. It, it just came down to kind of the arbitrary whims of what the voters, the last impression that you left on the voters. And it didn't make a lot of sense, especially – in American sports, not to have a title game at the end of the season. I do think the system going forward with the 12-team playoff is going to be much better than anything that they've had before. I cannot uh, wait for it. I think it's I, it's, it's going to create more good games. Yeah. Because even, even with this college football playoff, I feel like every year there's been at least one, if not two, absolute stinkers of games of the last three. You have four-team playoff, which means three games, two semifinals and a final. Doesn't it feel like every year at least one of the semifinals is an absolute blowout? And listen. And the final is a coin flip of whether it's a good game or not. Make no mistake. When you have 12 teams in a playoff, you're going to have some stinkers. You will, but what I like about how it's set up is that the top four teams get buys. Right. So the biggest... The biggest seed split will be 5 versus 12. Right. Which probably will be a blowout. Yeah. But that's okay. I think, you know, you're... Your six eleven, your seven ten, your eight nine games could all could be, be good. good. And what you'll get is the teams that win will then carry some momentum, some confidence into those next games against the teams that had the buys, and you won't have the oh, I guess that team didn't really deserve to be there, sure. guys, because they'll have all won a game before they got there. Just on that example, if we looked at the rankings right now, number five Alabama at twelve and two would have faced number twelve LSU at ten and three. Right. It's not a stinker. No, no, it's good matchups. Good matchup. Yeah, and it, it you'll have one of the group of five that'll probably be the twelfth seed a lot of times because they get the automatic champion. Georgia whether it's throttled the... Arizona, yeah, <laughs> Georgia might have throttled both those teams last night, which I know is sticking in Georgia fans' craw. Probably, uh, yeah. 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 You know what? I'm not going to take anything away from Michigan. Uh, absolutely, they, not. they won every game. They beat good opponents at the end. Yep. They're a deserving and worthy national champion. As much as it pains me. Unless you still think the cheating scandal tarnishes the title. We'll get to that coming up. I want to talk about the Aztecs back in the rankings. We'll play Take on Woods coming up next. Hour number two. Bennett Woods on The Fan ahead here on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 